Welcome to the San Antonio Baptist Association. You're listening to a Sabbath Teams podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Steve Payne with the uh, San Antonio Baptist Community Impact Podcast. Uh, we've got Rob Johnson with us, Pastor Rob Johnson with us this morning, and we're going to talk about about food pantries. We're going to talk about uh, hunger. And uh, But before we get started, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Father, we just uh, thank you for this day. We thank you for the love that you give us, Father. And we thank you for all the ministries that you have out there, Father, and yes, particularly Lord. hunger. Father, this is something that we just try to get a handle on, and sometimes it just doesn't work. But we thank Rob and yes. what he's doing. And that's why he's here today, Father, to, to tell us a little bit more about what he does uh, and how the Lord has provided for him in so many ways. So, so we just thank you for that. We pray for this day. Uh, we just thank you, Father, that you are blessing us, that you love us, and, Father, most of all, that you give us the grace through your Son, Jesus Christ. And we thank you for that. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Rob, thank you for coming today. Uh, I'm going to let you kind of tell us who you are, uh, what you're doing, a little history behind uh, why you're doing a ministry that you're doing right now. And, and yes. I know the love that you have for it. So go ahead. Yes. Well, um, my name is Rob Johnson. Everyone calls me, well, my friends calls me Brother Rob. I um, have uh, been living in San Antonio since 1994. I would like to think, my, think of myself as a, as a San Antonian. Amen. Uh, and by way of the uh, military and my wife and I, we have three children, and she is also a retired military, Air Force. And we started working with the San Antonio community back when uh, there were, um, there was, um, I guess, carjacking uh, among the military. And we were told to be careful, and we were, we were, uh, Boundaries were, boundaries were established for us to where we could go and where we couldn't go. Hmm. And so back uh, during that time in 95, 96 time frame, uh, I sensed a strong call of God's um, uh, on my life, uh, convictions that I, I normally didn't have uh, for getting involved in the community. And so... I uh, began to pray for doors to open up, and one of the doors that God opened up was was prison ministry. And so I went out to prison ministry with a couple of uh, people who were involved in the, um, I don't think, I think it was called Bear County Prison Ministries. Mm -hmm. or, gotcha. But um, I began to meet people in the prison mm -hmm. system, volunteers and uh, ex-convicts. And so... Those ex-convicts, when I would go in there and preach to them, and they would tell me uh, approximately when they would get out, basically uh, they were looking for a place and they were asking for help. Mm. And so I began to uh, learn about aftercare. And so uh, I didn't have any place to invite them, but um, I began to invite them to our home. And so... Um, uh, we started having barbecues, and we did what we normally would do in, in a fellowship. We prayed, and we sat down, and we talked about God. So that was the initial 
uh, I guess for me, an uh, introduction gotcha. to what God wanted. Right. And so um, when the people would come out, we would feed them, and we would uh, love on them, and we would share the Word of God. And then moving f- fast forwarding, I began to, um, to go to school, and I got introduced to Wayland Baptist University. Right. And, and that's where I, I contribute uh, the vast majority of my formal, um, I mean, real Bible studies. Gotcha. And so I met Dr. Lee out there, and Dr. Lee began to ask some soul-searching questions uh, as a student. You know, how are you applying what you're, mm-hmm. what you're, the knowledge that you're gaining? And so I began to uh, um, ask those questions, uh, not only from uh, from myself, but the people around me. So my wife and I began to get more involved, and we started doing a Bible study. So we began to see the need to have, uh, uh, along with food, mm-hmm. a Bible study. And that, I found out, was in line with the Great Commission. And so fast forwarding more, we started a ministry out of our home, and that grew into a church. And so um, in 2004, we began to meet out of our home. And by then, Dr. Lee had introduced me to a fine uh, pastor named Dr. Deal. Crossroad Baptist Church. Doug DOS, amen. So that uh, relationship evolved, and we began to uh, see God doing some awesome things with food in the community. So the area where we are is over, over at, uh, it's at 1589 Grossenbacher Road, and that's probably about three miles outside of 1604 in Petranco. Now, when you first started out there, it was out in the Yes, boondocks. <laughs> and God began to show us how to engage the people out there. And many people out there, we found out they didn't want to interact with a church. They came out there, to, uh, they moved out there to get away from people. <laughs> and so, with all this construction, um, God has given us this plan of connecting with the people. So we started, we started, we, we got it, we purchased a concession trailer and we started um, basically giving away the barbecue. Wow. And, and the barbecue, the people began to come to the trailer and, and that gave me an opportunity to give out my sermon uh, disc to them. And, and that was our introduction to the community there. And so uh, what we found out was there was a need for more food. And that, that need went from, as a church, went from a small box on, a sun, on Sunday morning to we de- dedicated a room. And then the room wasn't large enough. Then we, we knew we needed um, more space. And so we started doing an, a drive-through process underneath a pavilion. Then we went from there so now we have a 3,500 square foot um, uh, a warehouse or food pantry building that's got the refrigeration, got 12 by 20 uh, uh, walk-in cooler, and has uh, at least six or seven types of uh, refrigerated units to keep the right. food safe. Then we partnered with um, San Antonio Baptist Association, Steve, uh, um, Partners like yourself has helped us to. So we haven't. So this has been. This has been a community effort. Amen. Yes. 
And now uh, we are we have the capacity to to provide food to over 160 families. That equates to about 500 plus individuals per month. And so uh, during the COVID, uh, and again, I'm giving a summarized. Uh, we're we're getting more detail in this, a minute. We're right? Getting a little detail, yes. The, the, the uh, when COVID hit, and we uh, we had a remnant of our folks that uh, and, and and these were seniors, um, retired military primarily. They uh, agreed to provide food not from not just once a month, but weekly. And then we partnered with churches. Churches, one of one of our uh, partners, uh, they provided and still provide at least one, uh, at least five cases of chicken per week. Um, that's through who? Uh, that's through churches. Churches. Yes, sir. Not through churches, but churches. Churches, churches chicken. chicken. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so we have one of the uh, franchisees that's fantastic doing a so now um we've also partnered with an agency outside of uh dallas uh frito lays okay wow and 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 they're providing products so our goal is to is to um um minimize the process or cut uh or to get the food to the to the uh, end user which is the food client mm-hmm. uh much quicker much sooner because, as you well know, that the the food process, especially perishable items, uh, is all on the timeline. And so we want to get a better product to them. Uh, eventually, we want to be much like the uh, food the the um, the food bank in New Braunfels. Gotcha. They went from kitchen table to yeah. now they're food. They they're they're collaborating with the community. And we see that as necessary over in the area that we are, because we currently service Medina County, Atascosa. Uh, uh, we also have uh, wow. we we have many of those smaller communities out there that come and get food. If, and and one is for way as Elmendorf. Mm. So so there's a need for it, and we're going to sure. continue to to, to partner. Our box truck allows us now to go and get food directly from those suppliers and and get it back to our facility safe and sound. Right, right. Some of, you mentioned some of the suppliers, but I I know that you have a good relationship uh, uh, with other organizations. Would you yes, tell sir. us what organizations you okay. work with and and how they've helped you so much, especially during the COVID nineteen? Okay, with Texas Baptist. Uh, for one, has has really been a blessing to us. Uh, uh, they've provided grants that have allowed us to purchase food directly from some of the producers. Like for instance, eggs uh, is a very important uh, uh, product for our clients in getting breakfast. Um, and we uh, again, uh, uh, San Antonio Baptist Association. Uh, every time we've had uh, events. You know, fundraisers. Once uh, we normally would have a one, uh, annual banquet, uh, that has been uh, the funding from uh, sure. S- Sabah has been great. Um, the uh, um, uh, Crossroad Baptist Church uh, has been a, a, a very loyal supporter. Uh, we have uh, we have a couple of insurance agencies. Uh, I have a, a very dear friend named Earl Holmes out of Dallas. 
he and his family has provided to uh, uh, help provide uh, resources, financial resources, um, including bringing volunteers down here. So we've had individuals from as far away as Denver. Denver. That's Colorado, uh, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, have, uh, have gotten involved That's in this great. process. Mm-hmm. So it's an array of people who, who, who uh, have joined with us to partner with us to fight hunger and malnutrition. Right. Daily Bread. Uh, ministries is, is is one that even now provide these are free products uh, that we go and get from them. I mean quality products, and San Antonio Bap- uh, uh, no San Antonio Food Bank has been one of our partners. That's great. And so we have we've uh, really been blessed to have an array of resources. Uh, the forklift, and then you said, Steve, I, I need a truck. You got That's that right. truck. That's he right. said, I need some money to get that uh, a bigger warehouse. You got that bigger warehouse. Yes, sir. So one of the things we're going to ask you, we may do that in part two, because I think we're going to have a part. We have this part one, then we're going to do a part two. Okay. And uh, get a little bit deeper into what you're doing uh, and how many people you get involved with and how you get volunteers and, and how you get these these items that you need. <laughs> I appreciate you for what you've done for the Hunger Walk. Yes, sir. The San Antonio Baptist Hunger Walk, you've done a fantastic job coming out uh, and feeding lunch uh, yes. To sometimes 400 to 500 to 600 people, depending That's on right. what out there. So we appreciate you uh, and what you do on that. And we appreciate that because it really helps get the money that we can spread out to our 30 uh, Baptist food pantries that we have in San Antonio. Yes, and you're, you're, you're the leader, basically, of that. And I just appreciate that so much, yes. uh, what you do. Uh, and, and everybody knows. You know, Texas Baptist men know about it. Uh, CLC knows about it out of Austin. They yes. know what you do and how great what you're doing and how you're just glorifying God and what you do on this. And that's, that's a great thing to, to see that. Uh, we want to see more of that. Now, yes. you also bring food in and you hand it out, but you're also a kind of a distribution point, too. Yes. And that's kind of something that you want to kind of further, because you kind of explain a little bit more about the distribution, what you'd like to do here in San Antonio. Yes, sir. What we want to do, because now we have the resources and the capability to keep much larger quantities of food, mm-hmm. we want now to to um, connect with those end users. And the end users are the churches. Uh, we have other organizations that are already involved in the food pantry. Right. Uh, individuals that are out there involved in the food and distributing the food. All of those individuals, whether it's a, a, a pantry or a a one individual. I'm I'm surprised. One in some in some cases we see one person getting food for ten to twelve other families. That's and, great. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. And when you're trying to move food, um, once once you get that process going, it it becomes very important to have those individuals out there who are in contact with those front end users. So. Uh, so we uh, we want to continue to build that right. that uh, that base and and those relationships because at the end of the day, uh, when you're trying to move this food, it, it's it's it, it will you will find food going bad, mm, yeah. uh, going to waste if you don't have everybody involved in moving it. Yeah, and quickly. That's right. And exactly. Quickly. Everything is on a timeline. Wow. Um, we have really been blessed to. Um, to get to this point by someone that uh, the Bear County uh, commissioner, um, 
uh, Chigo Rodriguez uh, in pre-seat one yeah. was uh, instrumental. Uh, he and his team and coming out and evaluating our process. And then we uh, received two grants uh, two years in a row. And I'm looking forward to building a relationship with uh, with our new commissioner, uh, 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 Rebecca, uh, I believe, Clay Flores. Uh, I have a meeting with her. Great. And so I'm looking forward to continue that relationship again so that we can make a bigger impact in the community and as we evolve because we're yeah. moving to uh, – uh, I like to tell people now we've taken off the pantry part yeah. uh, because and now we're more of a, uh, we call ourselves CFBC community distribution. Right. And and so we're leaving the end results to the Lord because we don't know what we're, what Amen. all he's going to yeah. do. I, I, and I noticed that, through the, that being the distribution area, especially on the west side, uh, would be fantastic. And I, but I know you probably need to build a bigger warehouse yes. if you do that. And I'm thinking, he'll do it. Uh, Rob will do that. If he needs something, uh, the Lord will provide for that. And that's a, that's a great thing that we have something like that Amen. Uh, to work with and stuff. I know... Uh, and I've known you for how many years now? Like Ten years, twelve years. Whatever yeah, it's got to be ten, twelve. Yeah, no, it's got. Well, I'll probably go back to fifteen. <laughs> and it could be. And but I've I've seen the ups and I've seen the downs. Yes, of, of the ministry. And and we God doesn't promise that everything's going to be smooth sailing. Matter of fact, some of the things that we do is negative. Become negative. End up being given us strength. Amen. To make make it positive and, and right. I know you've had some of these things especially with the city yes and some of those uh, the fire department especially yes. and, and I've seen other churches have that same thing um, one of the things I'd like to, to talk about a little bit is and, and we talked about this in a, a few minutes ago about food spoiling yes and and like especially I think produce is one of the things that they don't you know if you don't get it fast enough it's it's gonna spoil yes. canned goods and stuff is fine you guys do well with the chicken and some of the other items that you, but tell us a little bit about the produce and one of the things that you'd like to see done okay. uh, that would make it um, uh, easier and, and, and have a fresher outlook on the, on the, on the uh, produce that you pass out. Yes. Well, the, the, what we're finding out about produce is it is a perishable item, and uh, refrigeration is a, is a major part of that. Yeah, sure. And so... Um, Normally, when we received or when we used to receive a product from, like, the San Antonio Food Bank, right. um, they would have a product and they would, uh, well, they would have a process called a food fair. And, and the food fair, that's normally products that they're trying to move huh. in order to make room for more food in their warehouse. So that food is brought out, brought out and it's free. Um, but... Um, what they will normally tell you is that it, when they bring out a pallet of, like, tomatoes, okay, okay, uh, 75, 25 rule, 25% of it is probably bad. bad. And then so you got to work through that, uh. okay? And, and so what we're trying to do is, is, is um, cut the time. We want to go directly to the supplier, much like the San Antonio Food Bank would. Or either we would go and purchase directly from the supplier, sure. and our, 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 our food clients would come inside our building and walk through and choose the items that they need. 
And that's key, the items that they need. That's kind of like a farmer's market, isn't it? That's right. And we will have a point system, much like you will see, again, I will point to the the, uh, New Bronzeville Food Bank. It has an excellent program. And so uh, they would go in there and shop at, they would use their points. And then in addition, you will have an emergency process. Um, Because in a upper-to-middle-class neighborhood, you have different, I guess, you got different uh, needs. You know, somebody may get robbed, and they have used all of their resources. And so they may need just food temporarily. Sure. Or somebody yeah. may get sick. Yeah. And so um, so getting back to your, um, your question here, well, what we want to do is just cut out the middleman. Hmm. We need the middleman. Because they're doing big things. But we know that there's room for us to go directly to the supplier because they can't move the products fast enough. More food yeah. is wasted. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the shame of it. Yeah, yeah. Thrown away. Yes, sir. Yeah. And bread, uh, we don't mean these items are uh, uh, items that that if we, are, if we can get a hold to on a regular basis, then we can begin to train our food clients and encourage them in a trusting plan to uh, um, to to supplement their income. Sure. Yeah. If they have a car payment, yeah. Yeah. then don't buy bread, don't buy eggs, don't yeah. buy bacon. Yeah. We're gonna try to have that exactly. product. That's great. I mean, that's, and usually it's the end of the month too when somebody runs out. Yes, of, sir. Yeah, you run out of money, but you still got a month left. You know, <laughs> and you're going, I still got three more days. I don't have any money, and that's great to have something like that. And that's kind of. I can take care of you know seventy five percent of my month, but I have that twenty five percent I have a trouble with, and that's, that's right. When something like that can come in for you. Now you do have the chronic people that yes. that are really hungry all the time. That's right. Now what we do, we're going to have a part two. Uh, we want to talk a little bit more to Rob about uh, the uh, food pantry and the yes. distribution center and his church and, and volunteers. So stay tuned for part two. Uh, thank you again for tuning in, and and, and God bless you. And have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Sabbath Teams podcast. We look forward to continuing our conversation next time in hopes of better connecting, encouraging, and supporting churches for kids.